Okay, welcome to episode two of our podcast. Um, we got so much good feedback from episode one. My mom seems to be everyone's star. Everyone keeps, you know, emailing me and texting me saying how smart my mom is. And that's pretty cool to do stuff with her. And like I said last week, these are conversations that we normally have. Like when I'm in Ghana, I ju- we just sit down and talk like so much about so many different topics. So we just thought this would be the perfect way to bring it to everyone. And also I had an opportunity to listen back to last week's um, podcast and I just wanted to explain there were a lot of like bird sounds and people walking and ice cream sellers passing by so I wanted to explain Um, we actually tape in our garden at our home in East Legon and we live right across the street from a mall so it's pretty active (laughs) when we moved here we moved here over 20 years ago about 26 years ago it was so empty like it was pretty much a forest but then now it's so busy and um there's a lot of traffic going on but i didn't want to edit it i wanted to keep it as natural as possible because it's just us at home family time having conversation and the last thing i wanted to say before we start is that Unfortunately, we I couldn't post a podcast yesterday. This is an every Sunday thing. Yesterday was Sunday. Today is Monday. Um, but my mom had came down with a little cold and we couldn't record yesterday. So now she's feeling better. Thank God. And we're going to start. Mama, how are you feeling? Oh, much better. Thank you. Okay. So um, today's episode we want to talk about entrepreneurship so being an entrepreneur so most africans or the stereotype of most african parents is that they want their kids to either be like mostly lawyers or doctors and i'm none of those and none of my brothers are either lawyers or doctors and you know we still have the support of our parents so i just wanted to talk to my mom about that like was it ever a thing that you know you would hope because you yourself are a lawyer so did you ever hope that one of us would be lawyers or you know like how was that for you oh thank you very much i'm happy to be back yes and as was mentioned by lady my daughter wait a plane a plane is passing passing. (laughs) okay okay yeah 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 as was stated by lady my daughter uh I'm a lawyer by profession and uh, of course it will be okay because I have all my law books mm-hmm. and everything around so if any of my case you know wanted to be a lawyer why not mm-hmm. but then it wasn't as if you know because of this I will really say you know you, you want to be a lawyer choose this subject choose this subject you know you let mm-hmm. we just let them grow and find their own way this is my life and this is what you know I, I i will also say that i think right from infancy i just wanted to be a lawyer are you we, sure so you weren't your your dad or your mom didn't no 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 no, no. they were very happy that i took that course right. but really there wasn't that pressure okay somehow or the other i think when growing up like i said you mm-hmm. know i used to be very assertive yeah and uh you know knew my my right if i can call it right at that time yeah yeah you could you couldn't put me down and all that sort of thing mm-hmm. you know 
And really, I liked, you know, English literature and all those sort of things. So that informed me. Yeah. And of course, my parents and, you know, embraced it. Yeah. But it wasn't just that, you know, you have to do this. You have to do yeah. this. Yeah. So I think uh, this is what I was. So I let them just find their, their ways and give them the necessary encouragement whenever, you know, I thought necessary. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, but then I think also another thing that, made it easy for us to kind of do our own thing is that even though like you are a lawyer and i know like in your early law days you used to go to court and stuff you you are kind of like an entrepreneur yourself because i don't think i've ever seen you go to an office every single day nine to five i have to go to work like i've never seen an office for you so i think maybe even seeing that made it easy for us to know that you know we can do our own thing so how did you decide to take like you know to do all those things very interesting yeah as you rightly pointed out yeah i started off mm -hmm as a you know a prosecutor mm -hmm. working with the government mm -hmm. and then after some time you know uh we moved over to cameroon you know mm -hmm. where then you know my husband was then working at the pan-african institute for development mm -hmm. and there i actually went into private practice for some time mm -hmm. but then later on i went into uh to work with the government mm -hmm. then later on we moved to zambia yeah there also you know i had my stint with the government for some time but then later i would say 1985 thereabouts mm -hmm. that is uh when i was <laughs> you don't want to just remove your age oh yeah. me i don't care yeah at that time you know i decided mm -hmm. that is you know that uh well then we relocated mm -hmm. in fact uh, we relocated to ghana mm -hmm. then i said no i really needed to do your the time thing. and do my own thing yeah so then i opened up my own consultancy you know mm -hmm. women law in development um, yeah. and then i was doing a lot of consultancy i had the time i travel i go here i come there yeah. you know and it has been i would say for the past 30 years you yeah know, you haven't yes. worked for no, any, no, but no, no, i mean no, i know you do your 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 um non-profit stuff so i know like every wednesday me. you go to FIDA on thursdays maybe you have like or your different meetings and stuff that you do but to actually go to an office every day i mean you have your office at home yes yeah in fact i do have my office at home and uh, that's where we are even having our interview mm -hmm. yeah you know i do have my uh, office at home but then most of the time my time is my time yeah and i i love doing what i do at the times that i want yeah so that free that, spirit yeah, that, yeah i think that's what it, with me yeah, yeah and i think that's what we have yeah i think that's what all of us have like that you know wanting to just take charge of your life but then it's difficult like you know like for example with me it's so hard for me to do like a nine to five or whatever i always do my own thing and it's not because i just don't want to do it it's it's like I have my own like ideas and plans that I want to execute that I don't necessarily think I can do working for someone like I, I do it myself. But then there are difficulties of obviously like, you know, being an entrepreneur, like you don't have your regular like every two weeks or every month, you know, a paycheck is going yes. to come through yes. some, you know, you have to do your own health insurance, you have to do all those things. So how did you deal with that? Like just coming to Ghana. I mean, you hadn't lived in Ghana for a long time and then you came back and then you set it up by yourself. How did you manage dealing with like all the difficulties? 
Yes, you know, I would tell anybody it's not an easy Thing. job at all. At it's not all. an easy, and in fact, you have to doff your hat mm -hmm. to anybody who is venturing mm -hmm. into an entrepreneurship. And then, you know, because first and foremost, you have to know that there's no paycheck exactly coming at the end of the month, yeah. And uh, the no, pay, no paycheck comes if you don't go out. Like it's literally yes. your your output is your input. Like literally, what you put out is what you're gonna get. So you, you got it. You can't slack and think a paycheck. You've is got coming. it. You've got it. You've got it. Uh -huh. You know. And uh, if you consider yourself with those people who are really working, you know, nine to five job. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm not saying that most of them can afford to take it easy, but others do sleep on the job. Of course. But you, you cannot. Mm -hmm. Because what you put in is what you get. Exactly. So it is so important. You have to look around mm -hmm. for the consultancies. And I remember there was a standing joke that I had with my friends that, oh, you see me, you know, you see Ernestine every time she has uh, CVs with her <laughs> and her, yes, yes her yeah. cast and all, yeah. Because I meet everybody, of you course. know, I try to sell myself in a way, of course, you know, not selling yourself that, you know, but then you let them know what, what you do, exactly, exactly what you, you are do. always on the lookout, exactly. You are look out on the consultancies, mm. and then you know, you have colleagues that will come, and then of course, they will offer this, and then you travel outside, you get colleagues. So, really. It has to be hard work. Yeah. And the challenges will come. Mm -hmm. There will be a whole month where maybe you wouldn't get any consultancy. A whole month. That one crash, I will take it. That is taking it widely. <laughs> you can it could be a whole six yes. months. <laughs> and these are times when I will say that, you know, you should get dependence yeah. or people who really care. Yeah. And I think I will really get her for my husband, you know. Yeah. He was then working outside. Mm -hmm. So of course, you know, with the maintenance of the children and the home, you know, he will actually also be bringing some, some money. money and yeah. all, you know. And then by God's grace, you know, we have we put up our own building, our mm -hmm. own house and everything, you know. So they are really other what should I shocks. Mm -hmm that really absorb us that will help you to move on yeah yeah so that we, in days of difficulties you can also fall so then so then knowing what you know and then like being an entrepreneur and everything and you know like the hardships and stuff that you know when like maybe me or my brothers and stuff like we come to you and we tell you i mean i've been doing this almost like 10 years now myself so but then it's like let's say back then or something if i when I came to you and I told you that, okay, this is what I wanted to do. And then you were so supportive, like, okay, you know, hey, whatever, like, do it. How, like, knowing what you know now, how did you decide to be like, it's cool? Like, I mean, I know you always give the advice that, you know, just expect this and this. But then you really didn't persuade me to another direction. Like, maybe don't do this. I already know how hard it is. How did you decide to do that? Like. You know, how do you let us just fly our wings knowing that, knowing what you know that is just a harder course to take? Yes, very interesting. And I think this is the dilemma that every parent gets into. Mm -hmm. Because all things being equal, mm -hmm. you want the best for your child. Of course. And you also want to cushion your child mm -hmm. from all the hardships mm -hmm. that maybe you have gone through. Right. And all things being equal, you want a better life for, for your, your kid. Right. And you know the pitfalls. Mm -hmm. So what you do is that, you know, 
it boils down to the conversation mm -hmm. and having one on one with your kid mm -hmm. first and foremost you have to credit your kid with some sort of intelligence right that you know she also has also looked at the pros and cons right so just like i said it will be a question of discussion mm -hmm. you know discussing the issues you know and then probing you know this is it the advantages and the disadvantages mm -hmm. you know you can actually go to work all the time right yes you go at times you know some of the work can be so boring yeah and uh, not that i want to rub it in i remember there was one time that i was in new york you know i, I we came on holidays and i know when we were going on to work it was such a chore yeah regardless of the paycheck yeah you know so we had the advantage to see how unhappy yeah even though you were still getting the man how unhappy you know you were yeah so in such a situation if you come to me and you say that you know what this what i was getting and i know that what i'm getting in will mean i wouldn't be getting you know doing what i want to do exactly mm -hmm. i wouldn't not even what you want to do i wouldn't be getting that you know paycheck oh okay if yes. i do what i want exactly yeah. you know if really i continue doing this work which i'm not happy in it's true you have to balance it you have to balance it mm -hmm. and then of course this is what i really want to do yeah you know and people have really given uh, many definitions for being an entrepreneur mm -hmm. is the ability to take risk yeah because the whole world seriously the whole world is risk by itself even from this room going to the parlor you don't know whether you you will just fall down no, but yeah. so it is actually taking a risk yeah so then of course and the risk is not always negative it may be positive yeah so you shouldn't concentrate so much on the negative aspects yeah i remember there's yeah. this thing that steve harvey said um tony my my oldest brother tony actually sent it to us it says that the parachute doesn't open until you fall exactly like you need to actually take the risk and fall and then that's when the parachute opens when you're just standing there it doesn't open you need to take that risk and then it opens exactly wow that really is it so then you know you discuss it mm -hmm. and like i said happiness and satisfaction is very important the most important but somebody will counter it and say that you don't eat happiness yeah it's you know? true so then you have to be very realistic mm -hmm. before you venture into it yeah that's why i will always say you have to look at your circle the family mm -hmm. you know if things really go wrong can whom can i fall onto right you know you need that shock absorbers around you mm -hmm. very important yeah because no one is alone and i always and then, want yeah, to say then, that yeah yeah that's true but then also another thing that is a little bit like as an entrepreneur myself that i know is that it's 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 a state of mind like you can't change it like you can't say that okay today like you know if you know deep down that you're somebody that you are a natural go-getter you can't say that okay i'm going to not do this i'm just going to get a nine to five it's hard like it's almost like it's always yeah it's an urge in you that you're like nah i just can't be doing this nonsense job waking up going somewhere and doing what i don't like to do when i know that i can be doing something better by myself even though it may take a year or two to get off the ground but the thing is these shock absorbers that you're talking about 
You know, it's like there's only so much anybody can take. Yeah, it's right. always lady is the one that is coming and then maybe this idea doesn't work and then this idea doesn't work. And then, then I'm coming to you again saying that, Charlie, <laughs> I'm coming to start another thing. Will you be there for me? Like, it's, I mean, I know family is family, but yeah. sometimes you also feel like you need to be realistic with those things. I think you have hit it mm -hmm. right the knee, right on his head. Yes, because there is that sort of way. Uh, even now we and have to say and how do you know when to quit the donor fatigue mm -hmm. or the person even yeah. the family fatigue you know <laughs> didn't we tell her exactly. that you know we are also not happy yeah. in where we are but then in this world you have to measure happiness yeah. against you know because, uh, whatever because you are the right people that are your shock absorbers too they are probably doing a nine to five that they don't like but then they can't they don't have like they don't they can't really get out so it's like you know you like for example with me yes i like i'm not married i don't have kids yes. so it's kind of easy for yeah. me to to do whatever yeah. like if i need to up and leave yeah. i can do whatever i want to but some people don't have it like that but then you are depending on those people and see that's another thing that you know that is it that is the you know these are these are the questions the hard questions that you ask yourself that is what i just went back to you know mm -hmm. the whole definition or one of the you know Definition. definitions of an uh, entrepreneur mm -hmm. the risk taking mm -hmm. you follow your heart mm -hmm. you follow your dream mm -hmm. you know and i was just reading some somewhere that you know at times follow the star you know it may not take you where the star is but it may lead you to your destination that's true wow, you know that's deep I like yeah that. that is really deep because i think it it goes back to wherever you know the shepherds following the yeah. star it will take you to the destination where jesus was so it will definitely take direct you, you direct you yeah to somewhere it's true you know wow that's so powerful yes that makes so much sense to exactly me. so it will definitely for your destiny and at times you know not to do anything mm -hmm. and start brooding about it mm -hmm. it's worse than of course doing it and that god forbid failing that, you know then you that, did yeah, yeah. And then you have regrets of not doing exactly. it. But what's even worse are the naysayers by the side that will try and put you down. That's why it's like I really appreciate you and Dada and my brothers that are just like. Because sometimes to the person like for example me always like taking the risks and sometimes not working out. You also get fatigue yourself. Like not only the shock absorbers but yourself. So is that I appreciate like you know you know maybe somebody like you like uh, if i call you from new york and it's like maybe a project didn't go through and i'm so depressed and stuff and then you remind me that ah but look at everything else that you've done so if this one didn't go through it's not the end of the world so i appreciate i appreciate that thank you very much and i think one thing that uh, i also add mm -hmm. and which maybe i would take this uh, uh podcast also to say mm -hmm. is the fact that at times when you are feeling so down, mm -hmm. just look at your bio or your, yeah, CD, your CD and you will see a lot of things that you have accomplished. Yeah. You know, and if you are so young or whatever, you know, you can see that there is so much to be done that you can do. Yeah. So the whole idea is that we are not to focus so much mm -hmm. on the failures, but also look yeah. at the blessings that, you know, yeah. you have actually chopped. It's true. You know, the challenges, definitely. They are roadblocks, as somebody will say. But then, you get down, you remove the block. Easier said than done. Yeah. But it's perseverance. Mm -hmm. Should be the watchword. Yeah. And you follow your dream. 
and definitely and one thing with consultancy there is a time when the windfall will come yeah but the only thing is that when they come mm -hmm. that is when you have to invest well and work hard save well <laughs> so that it will cushion you during those dry periods exactly so that one is something that one should actually bear in mind i have one question so when you came from Zambia to Ghana, when you moved back to Ghana, yeah, what like what was it that made you feel like okay, I can't work, like I can't go to court every day, or I can't work for a law firm? Like how did you, like what was that thing that made you be like? Yeah, oh, very interesting. I remember when I came back. Mm -hmm. This was very interesting because whilst we were in Ghana, uh, my husband and I, mm -hmm. that is Tony. We formed an association, the you know International Association for the Advancement of Women in Africa. Asawa. Yeah, Sawa, yes. Mm -hmm. So when I was coming to Ghana, mm -hmm. I had that in my pockets. So wait, you formed this in Zambia? In Zambia. Oh, okay. To cover the whole of Africa. Africa. Okay. Yes. So when really, and I was the co international coordinator. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So really, this is a very important question that you've asked me. When I came, mm -hmm. in fact, before I came, I have decided to explore before coming. Mm -hmm. So I've come. I've done my interview mm -hmm. with the Attorney General's department. And in fact, even I had an appointment. You got as, a job? Yes, I got a job as a oh, senior wow. state attorney. Yeah, <laughs> I have the letter of appointment with me and everything. Oh, wow. And it was just a question just to come and walk into the office. Yeah. But then I've also come back. And then, like I said, I had Asawa, or the international so, coordinator. So you were in Zambia, and then you came for the interview, and then you and went yes. back to actually come. Exactly. And, and okay. that is something that everybody should do. You don't plan yourself. After you have left the country almost 20 years, and then you just, and then you just come. Yeah. No, no, you no. have to come and scope exactly. the land. Exactly. Okay. So I came, you know, I had contacts at that time, so I have finished. There was a very, you know, rigorous interview I attended and I was offered, you know, but then I was in the senior state attorney. I had a little wow. appointment, even as I'm talking now. So then I came back. I was really to start the work. Mm -hmm. Then, of course, I was a coordinator of just like you were saying, entrepreneurship. You know, we mm -hmm, have mm -hmm. actually formed this organization mm -hmm. and uh, I was the international coordinator. And I came, so I was also working with the other organizations in ghana you know mm -hmm. i've made myself integrated into it mm -hmm. because i i've really you know go get her so i've yeah, really yeah. so most of the uh I'll be, i was being called in most of the you know speaking assignments yeah. so i made myself known oh, okay then there was this ace conference that was to be held in Geneva. Mm -hmm. And then they have just written to Asawa for us to, you know, as their coordinator represent, to yeah. represent. Okay. So I had to go to Geneva. I went to Geneva and you know, at that time, the package was very, very healthy. <laughs> so I told Tony, I said, you know, we discussed Tony is my dad. That's my, yeah. I said, no, this is it. Mm -hmm. I said, no, I think what i have received a whole year's salary at the attorney general's school and besides i was just doing what i love exactly exactly oh, so that was the determining factor i would say that you were like if this i can get this from one gig yes then imagine what plus the freedom of to do what you and want doing to do. what I, instead of you know because and also being a mom like because exactly because you were small yeah, yeah because if you think about it you were pretty much like I mean, I know Dada was helping you yes. financially, but then yes. on the ground, you yeah. were a single mom. Because yes. it was us yes. here just with you. So exactly. it's like you also needed your freedom to do Exactly. Mm. I really needed my freedom because at times, you know, the financial assistance is very important. Mm -hmm. But you also want to give something out. Yeah. And, you know, 
at least I was being supported and I was on the ground. So then I had the freedom. I would travel here, come here, go here, you know. And uh, I remember with Asawa, as a, you know, as a coordinator, mm -hmm. I went to uh, Kenya mm -hmm. to draft their women's policy. Mm -hmm. We went to Sierra Leone then wow. to draft their women's policy. And this was just you, like as Asawa? As Asawa. Wow. Yes, as and a how, consultant. How, how big was Asawa? Asawa was a Asawa like how was many, big. Like how many people? What actually happened was that even whilst we were in Zambia, mm -hmm. we really had somebody to represent us in Ghana. Ghana. Oh, so okay. we have a you know an you office here exactly. Okay. So we had the international rep also, mm. and then in Zambia also we mm. had also oh, an wow. office there. But then I was the international sort of coordinator, and then. With that, it gave me the leeway, you know, to travel and do all sorts. And it, just like consultancy mm -hmm. or like entrepreneurship, I always say mm -hmm. it's not the first gig, if I'm to use your word, mm -hmm. that counts, but the one that follows. It's true. Because you expose yourself you to have, the public. You have said a wise thing. Yes. And so that has been always my mantra and watchword. Mm -hmm. That wherever I go, even if I'm to say the vote of thanks, you say I have to take time. And say it. And if there's an opportunity to be spoken, you will see Mrs. Sagan getting <laughs> up. Live and colored. Yes. It's true. Because it's exposure. Mm -hmm. So I remember when I went to Geneva for that international conference, you won't believe it. Of all the women that attended, I was made a chairperson. Wow. Yeah. That's and amazing. here was I, you know, sitting in this, they are big, you know, just like uh, Kofi Annan and all that sort of mm -hmm. thing, you know. So I was really, so I went there and then from there, mm -hmm. there were a lot of invitations. So then that's so what that it. it. Open it and then I have to go to another, you know, international organization, Aircraft, mm -hmm. Communica Church, Low mm -hmm. So Geneva, for seven years, I was going to Geneva yeah, always. I remember. You remember? Even my first communion. Uh, exactly. <laughs> that was Oiko Credit. That's Oiko Credit. Yeah, that's Oiko International, you know. Also, you know, and also that one also exposed me because it was all part of, of it. this yeah. exposure. So yeah. is the one that started it. That's exactly. I always thought I was going to be a lawyer. Like, if you remember, yeah, yeah, yeah. after secondary school, <coughs> I, I went to, when I was in New York, the yeah. first, I went to John Jay College of Criminal Justice. I remember. To, because I thought I was going to be a lawyer. And it wasn't because you forced me or anything. No. It's just because, you know, I used to go with you to FIDA and stuff like that. And I thought being a lawyer was so interesting. Yeah. And then when I went to Japan for, like, for college, my major was international relations because I kind of, I wanted to be like an international lawyer, like similar to what you did. But then, you know, just you know stuff just panned out that it just didn't happen like that and i ended up doing what i do but i appreciate all that background yeah and then the last thing that i wanted to say was there is this phrase that you always use i don't know whether you remember it but you it seems like you created it because my brothers and i have tried like googling it mm. to see if it actually exists and it doesn't but my mom always says don't fall asleep in someone's dream and that is just so exactly what entrepreneurship i think is about it's kind of like you know like if someone has a company and you are working for it like you know whether you're going hard or not but then if it's not your passion your passion but you're doing it you're falling asleep in their dream it's like that's their dream why don't you build your own dream and let people <laughs> fall asleep in yours or whatever but that's very interesting 
Yes. <laughs> That's very interesting. And do you I remember? Do you remember you telling know, us? You know, you don't remember. I say a lot of things. I'm so happy you, you captured it. Yeah, because yeah. this is what happened. We were in California. It was me, you, and Jerry. Yes. We were in California. And that's when Jerry had started um, his record label, Raw okay. Entertainment. And he was working with this artist. And he was telling us his plans, everything he wanted to do. But I think because you know Jerry. By the way, Jerry is my third brother. My brother yeah. right before me. I think because you know Jerry, you could tell that these plans are not really in line with jerry yeah, exactly like you could you could fit you could see so then it was almost like it was just all the artist's dreams like mm -hmm. it was like his plans and then all you said like you didn't say anything like stop doing it too. all you said was jerry don't fall asleep in someone's dream okay wow like when you said it like where our minds were just blown because it was like it's just a simple statement but it means so many things so but you don't remember saying it but what do you think yes you meant yeah i think you know i would say that that statement we even have to trademark it yeah that statement is deep yeah and everybody can take it and appropriate it you know to be his or her own mm -hmm. because simply it means that you shouldn't be too comfortable mm -hmm. should we say doing something for somebody i'm not i don't mean it in that sense yeah whatever it is mm -hmm. you also think that whatever it is you what? are doing it for somebody yeah what do you want also to what do you want it to to do to you for yourself right yeah what benefit do you want like what exactly. the, apart from the, the the salary or the this thing what is like what are you really adding to yourself exactly and i think uh, i would say if we are to expand it mm -hmm. It will just be like the biblical saying, mm -hmm. like, you know, love your neighbor as yourself. Mm -hmm. As much as you love your neighbor, do you love yourself? Are you inconveniencing yourself so much so that somebody will be happy? Exactly. It has to be equal. It has to be equal. Love your neighbor as yourself. Exactly. Not more than, Not yourself. More than yourself. All, and, you know, you can also say that you shouldn't shortchange your neighbor. Right. And what you don't want to do to your neighbor, you don't do it to yourself. You know, yeah. I think it is that. It's so true because, like, yeah. I remember, like, you know, sometimes, you know, when my brothers and I are having conversations and, you know, maybe we are brainstorming projects that we want to do for ourselves, like maybe stuff that we want to do in Ghana. So maybe we'll set aside a time in the evening after work or whatever yeah. that we'll do. But then we end up canceling that meeting because we are so tired. And they're like, really? You went to work to work nine to five for somebody. You can't give yourself two hours to work on your own self. Like it has to be equal. Like, you know, you have to balance it out. That's what I also get from it. Yes. Which is so true. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, mm -hmm. just look at it, you know, broadly. Mm -hmm. And maybe think outside the box. Mm -hmm that if something happens mm -hmm. and you are no more with that organization mm -hmm. you know maybe they've given you an entitlement and maybe that is it mm -hmm. but then you are on your own and it's so uh, do you know it's so true what you said because yeah i feel like when for some reason as human beings or whatever when it comes to like taking risks for ourselves so maybe you know quitting your job or starting your own thing you can give yourself so many you know like reasons that oh this can happen i can become homeless i can become you know I, I i will have to get food stamps i will have to do all these things but if you think about it 
the same thing can happen if you're working at a company nobody knows tomorrow exactly. like literally literally you can go to job to your work tomorrow and they'll be like the company is dissolved exactly go home go home or look at what happened with wall street look at um lehman brothers yes like companies that are known oh. they just dissolve like that exactly. so so wouldn't you even feel comfortable putting your risk in your hands as opposed to it being exactly. in somebody's hands because you know, exactly. or even sometimes the company won't dissolve they'll just call you and be like okay we need go. to let you go that's it exactly yeah yeah that's deep mama. i think that is deep that is very deep and then not to sound gloomy mm -hmm. even though it's a necessity mm -hmm. yeah, at times if you are working for somebody mm -hmm. you feel yourself in a rat <laughs> you know so true you don't really know where you are going mm -hmm. at times you feel that you are being maybe for want of a better word mm -hmm. misused of course and most likely you are yeah <laughs> because you know it's the same thing yeah it becomes just a, a number yeah. you are a number on you a know? paper and you are just there the ideas that you have even when you are put down you wouldn't have a name mm -hmm. to it right. that maybe it was lady you know let's just give credit mm -hmm. that was lady who brought up this idea you oh, know yeah right there are just Don't few people you know and if you are you know a speech writer or whatever the person i always say so it might have been the speech writer who, who is that one who cares you are faceless so that is also a good point so yeah. it comes a time when you want disability yeah you just need you yeah you know and you why want not? disability and uh, this idea of always walking on eggshells you know mm -hmm. when you are talking i'm not saying you have to be rude no. but then when you are expressing an opinion you have to be guarded mm. lest you know you get out of line yeah and you know the consequences yeah you know so all it's this oh yeah it's all yeah yeah but then like i'm saying and then also yeah. i think it's so interesting because i think maybe it's the way we were raised but we always feel so deserving like me there's nothing that like you can't tell me that I can't be like Bill Gates or an Oprah. Like you can't tell. Like you, you, you have to prove to me that yeah. I can't be like Good. that because in my mind I feel like you can. Because if you think about it, and I'm not trying to blow my own horn or whatever, but if you think that this is a black yeah girl from Ghana yeah right, like literally, like grew up in Ghana. My I mean. I was born in the States, yeah. but then you, we came to Ghana. Yeah, immediately. So I never, mm. I never grew no, up no, in no, America. No, no. You know, like, I don't know America. Yeah, like, yeah. literally, after high school, yeah. then the next day, yeah. I went to Tony and Auntie, yeah. and I'm in New York. Like, I'm just there, right? Yeah. And then it's like, just, I, I, I hope to achieve more. But look at what I've been able to do. Achieve. Like, I mean, I've been able to, like, if you think yeah. about it, and then it's all of us, like me, Tony, and and I think it's what you put in us, like what you and Dada put in us, that if it can be done, you can do it. Ah, I think you have really summarized everything. Yeah. That I can do spirits. Yeah. You knew it before Obama said it. No, 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 no. Yeah. yeah I can, you know, and the yes, person, yes, yes, you can. I remember you those know? times, um, Tony and Auntie used to send mi music videos and yeah. stuff. And then I remember this clearly. My favorite musician was Missy okay. Elliot. And okay. I used to tell Jerry that, you wait. I'm going to meet these people. Yes. Like, it's almost like exactly. it, just, it just wasn't anything. Exactly. 
and you know it stems from i think it's your dad too yeah yeah Grandpa. my yeah my dad also was you know was one of those people who <laughs> will just let you know yeah that you know you have it in you it's in you you know whether i not sounding boastful you know they used to say say no in our language me you know my child should just aspire higher. of course it is the same thing that by god's grace and we always want to precede everything that we say exactly you know by god's glory mm -hmm. you come from us of through course. god and all so that should give you the confidence to move ahead yeah i think is that i can and that's self-confidence yeah you know and then knowing that with god's might and everything you know you can achieve yeah I think it's this idea that yeah, you can it. if you set your mind to it, it the challenges will come and as they say you know it's not those who fall down and get up mm -hmm. they are not the losers yeah. it's those who fall down and stay down or those that even are afraid yes. to walk because they think they'll fall thank you that is even greater yeah <laughs> yeah so nothing ventured nothing gained there you go I think yeah. this is a good way yeah, to Yeah, I think end. that's a good way to get So yeah. next week, next week, Sunday, for sure, we'll be able to be back. God Thank willing, you. we'll all be feeling better. Thank and you. Please leave comments and let's know what you want to hear. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Yeah.